Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, yeah. We back up in this thing. Y'all see a nigga loped out. Courtesy yes, of our guest today. Yes, it's your sir. boy, Mr. Jefferson. To the left of me. Damn, man, I I was stopped because I just feel jealous. I was like, bro, I ain't got my shades on, but I almost called you a bitch. All right, bro, why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, man, it's Ampavelli back. Another episode, REOP, just like my rude ass co-host just said, man. <laughs> but let's not let's let's not take away from our guest. Let's let our guest introduce himself, request it, popular demand. Yes, indeed. I thought the mob was going to get me, man. <laughs> See, man, so I'm, I'm going to apologize. So we were supposed to do this interview like a long ass long time ago. Time. But so our good. DMs be so booming. I be seeing shit. And then, man, my brain, I think I got CTE, bro. Yeah. So sometimes I'll look at something and I'll read it, but I'm going to reply to it. Then I'm like, I forget. But then... Next thing you know, we dropped the we dropped one interview. Next thing you know, we seen a, like a shitload of mentions. I was like, oh fuck, I forgot about bro. Let's tap in with him. I mean, it, it just really uh, probably came at a good timing, you know. Oh yeah, perfect timing because you, know you got I mean? you got a lot of shit going on. So let's perfect of shit. Time. If so, you if you if y'all would have did the interview then, I mean, like everything's different. What I'm talking about now, you know yeah. what I mean? A lot of shits happened. But yeah, go ahead and introduce yourself real quick. Um, my name is Benz47. Yeah. I am the creative director, film director for 47 Films, The End is Near. Um, I mean, basically videographer, clothing director. I mean, everything you see with that barcode behind it, that's, that's what I do. I mean, anything in the arts, I do. Whether it be in music, clothing, film, I do it all. Hey, I ain't gonna hold you, man. These some hard ass shades too, now. I appreciate yeah, that. You know what I'm saying? I'm feeling real loped out today. You know. Remind me of Men in Blood. It's hey. the Mister Put 'em ons. <laughs> I, I fuck with that. You like I that? I fuck with that. I'm gonna go out the Riverside after this. You know what I'm saying? See if I can bag me a bunny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, you put a barcode on, you might be able to. Hey, there it is. We got the stamp. <laughs> <laughs> If you scan the barcode, does it do, do anything or is it just like, it's just a logo? You won't believe how many times I get asked that. <laughs> and I'm going to give you the most disappointing answer ever. It doesn't do anything. Damn. It's a dope, it's a dope creative concept though. Yeah, I mean, um, so originally when the end is near was made, it wasn't even supposed to be what it is. Um, I started off with 47 films. And then I started putting the end is near in my actual videos, like like really like low keto. So it'd be like super small. And then I remember I randomly found a barcode font, right? And um, so I just applied that. And I always like the ideology that like the government and higher ups treat every single human being as like a, just a number. Yeah. Same with okay. our social security and everything like that. And there's a movie called uh, Idiocracy. And they also have the barcodes on their wrist, like yeah. I have on mine, and stuff like that. So I just I thought the the barcode really fit with the end is near and stuff like that. And it just grew into from a slogan to a fucking cult like clothing yeah. brand, bro. So it's just I got mad love for the people that like fuck with me genuinely and they understand the brand. You know what I mean? So yeah. 
So is it kind of like, uh, let me like compare it to something. So you know, like ASAP Rocky shit, like the AUG and all that. How they do videos, they do clothing brand. Is it something kind of similar like that? Um, right now it's mainly uh, just videos and clothing. Um, I'm, this is my first shows coming up on July 30th. So I mean, the end is near, and then 47 films. It's kind of like I want it to be like that. You know, like a collective of different people you got so like my homie primo he's like my engineer uh, the end is near engineer at short few studios so i want to do music i want to have just anything that has to deal with art i want y'all to feel like the end is near is that you know what i mean it's not one thing it's um i want it to be like a family you know what i mean especially within jacksonville there's not too many creative outlets and people are clicked up and stuff like that. So it really builds a wall to the, the talent that we got in the city and stuff like that. So the end is near. Basically, I want to have like a like a creative hub one day, like a warehouse space where it has like got recording studio rooms. You got, uh, you know, stuff to do videos in podcast rooms. You got this big ass room with a round table, whiteboards everywhere. Something just where people in Jacksonville can really come and you know feel like they had somewhere to express themselves yeah. and stuff like that because there's not too many places like that you know what definitely, I mean definitely definitely yeah Jacksonville yeah. yeah Jacksonville definitely need that because what I don't like is like people come up with these ideas like that in Jacksonville and then they'll move to like L A or somewhere they move like Atlanta somewhere to a like, market yeah, yeah to to do it yeah it's dope that you want to do that in Jacksonville. Well, we got the talent, bro. I mean, I've been 100%. doing this for three years now, um, which is not that long. And the amount of stuff I've got done, I'm proud of myself um, heavily. Just the amount of people I've connected, you know, like getting them with a video or getting them in the studio or something like that. So um, it's just been a beautiful process from start to finish. And I think, like, like you said, Jacksonville needs that because it creates that imaginary wall like somebody that's like really wanting to get into rap or getting into the arts in general may feel like they can't do it and just because of the whole ego thing that a lot of people out here like bro i i fuck with everybody right you know what i mean if you got some talent i'm gonna actually give you my time because when i was starting out nobody wanted to respect me nobody wanted to even give me a fucking you know a drop of attention and now people hit me up for any type of advice and stuff like that so just don't sleep on the little guy you know what i mean because he might be the the next biggest fucking thing out and you look like a dumbass now so. exactly now that's real that's real it shit straight me up too boy i'm a little high so you gotta, <laughs> you know what I'm give me on topic i'll talk too much <laughs> nah you good man perfect so, it's your time to shine to be for honest sure, for sure um how did you get started with uh, the videography, man? Was that always a passion of yours? Was it like somebody put a camera in your hands? How, how did that come about? So the story of that, so I've been basically all my life, I wanted to do um, some type of business. Like this is my fourth clothing brand. A lot of people don't know that. Um, I've been editing videos. Oh, shit. Damn, that's crazy. I just had to be a firefighter, bro. <laughs> you saw that big catch on fire? Bro, out of nowhere. That's the, like, that's, that's the thumbnail. That's yeah. the wildest shit I've ever seen. That's And we were so calm about hey. it. Everybody was just chilling. Oh, Nobody I, touched that lighter for what? Oh, I had I had faith in you. I knew you was going to get it out. So At least five minutes. <laughs> but tell me, tell me. That was like the most 
chillest <laughs> like is it some shit. Hey, right he now? said, "Yo, this shit on fire." <laughs> <laughs> hey, to the to the viewers, stop buying crackhead lighters. Yeah, man, don't get them. Shit. Show the show the torch. <laughs> Body bodies only. Please, do not buy crackhead <laughs> lighters. My homie, he had like a pocket torch, one you could attach to your keychain. Man, yeah. I thought that shit was so fire. So I'm yeah, the type of person I lose that shit too, though. That's what I'm saying, man. That's one reason why I don't invest in these. I gotta thank Amp, you know, and Ario Podcast. Thank you, all our lovely supporters, because y'all made these possible. Yeah, yeah. We keep those here. <laughs> so uh, back on the topic, um, I was editing uh, video game shit as a little kid and shit like that. So I, I've always done little videos and shit like that and um so basically probably when i was like 18 i got out of a bad relationship got out of high school like i didn't know what to do with my life i, I think everybody kind of unless you're trying to do sports or you know you know you want to go to college for a specific career i didn't know none of that shit bro like i graduated and i kind of felt like i had no purpose you know what i mean so um I started skateboarding again, and then I uh, linked up with my homie named Ethan. He's uh, the owner of Abrasion Skate Co. He's out in L.A. now. And uh, basically, I had this <coughs> Canon T6 Rebel from um, one of the clothing brands I was doing, and I was going to take photos of the clothing <coughs> brand. That shit flopped, blah, blah, blah. So I ended up doing videos for him, right? So um, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I was trying to do, like, you know, document all the skate shit, the events, and all that, yada, yada, do keep in mind i have no clue what i'm doing so um eventually after a while i did my first video and he's like yo this is i don't like this i don't like this so this is not the abrasion tapes so i was like fuck oh i don't even have identity for myself right so i made that became the first ever hollow tape and i just made it 47 films uh 47 has been an important number to me since i was like 14 15. uh rest in peace capital steez that's who uh brought that number to attention but um, so I made 47 films and that's basically where it went. So like I've been editing videos and doing the arts and all this shit all my life, bro. But it worked this time because I wasn't doing this shit for nobody else. Right. Like mm. everything I'm doing is for me. I put clothes out for me. I'm like all those other brands. I did it because I wanted to impress people. I want right. people to be like, yo, this shit's cool. Right. But like even the words, the end is near has such a deep meaning and shit to me. You know what I mean? So um, I think it's successful because I'm just being me. And a lot of people try to be somebody else. And, you know, I don't, I don't know, like, you know, what to tell them. You know what I mean? It's just just be you. Right. It right. works. Nah, that's real. Yeah. So. so coming up, like, did you have any like inspirations? Um, coming up, so my biggest sense, I was heavily influenced into uh, VHS shit. So, like, I've been, even as a kid, I was collecting records at, like, four, 14, 15, like, um, anything from the 1920s to, you know, late 90s rap and everything like that. So, I mean, I was always into old, older, older technology, like record players and VCRs and shit like that just the aesthetic of it so and then when it came to everything else i mean i kind of in terms of the end is near as a clothing brand i wanted to kind of paint the picture that people don't want to fucking see you know what i mean like everybody's so damn positive but the world's not really positive you know what i mean like there's so much fucked up shit going on and we just i don't know we tell ourselves everything's okay but the fucking world might be blowing up tomorrow you know what i mean so that's just you know i mean maybe that's what I would call it. But. 
Yeah, you never know what happened because our, our studio almost got set on fire just now. So yeah, so you never know. <laughs> yeah, anything could happen. Yeah, um, yeah, that's crazy. Still, um, so you say you've been doing it for about three years. What have been some of your biggest challenges? <coughs> what have been some of your biggest accomplishments? So, um, biggest challenges, and I think this is for any creative, is um, getting people to actually appreciate your work and the time that you put into it. Um, I've noticed, like, me coming up as a videographer and even doing clothes, like, people don't respect you until you got fucking, like, numbers and shit. And biggest challenges is, like, getting people to respect the prices you charge. Because, like, bro, I, I deadass lock myself in a fucking room for hours and hours from the sun comes up to the sun comes down. I'll be up till six, seven, eight, nine in the morning and then waking up 12, 1 p.m. doing it all over again. Like it's like, I don't know how other people are, bro, but like I'll be going fucking insane. Like my insane, like my sanity is at cost of just so like I can really put shit out, bro. So like that's another challenge is like, you know, what my fucking mental health is like. Um, I mean, y'all know, y'all y'all in the same field type shit. It's like, some people might not think y'all shit's worth it when y'all know how much work y'all put in and, exactly. and shit like that. And it's just it's mad disrespectful and the self-doubt, you know, not knowing if you're doing the right thing or if you're meeting the right people, chilling with the right people. Right. Just being a creative in general, because, like, people that work nine to fives, I mean, you know, no disrespect to people that work jobs. That shit's hard as fuck, you know. You, but being a creative, you don't have no... No guideline guarantee. yeah you don't have no guideline you don't have no do this do that bro it's either you fucking do something with what you're given or you don't and you just fucking that's it you waste the time you waste the money yeah so like i don't have a plan b bro it's this shit works or you know that's it like that's how i look at my brand that's how i live my life like i know this shit will work like one day i'm gonna look back on this podcast and i'll be like damn i actually made it and this is where i was and i said i was gonna make it yeah, it's always good to have because yeah, everybody, everybody like yeah, you gotta have a plan A, plan and plan B. But like sometimes, man, you you if you make a plan B, you're gonna be focusing more on that shit because you're gonna have like you're gonna be like, damn, I'm gonna use this as an escape route. Like, hey, if I don't make a certain amount by doing my videos and doing my content, like, hey, I'm gonna go work at this job and whatnot. So it's good to just like focus on that only. But like this, if I, if I don't do this, I ain't gonna do shit else with my life. So, exactly. It, yeah, that's a good way to just like look forward to different things. So, with um, with your uh, with your videos and whatnot, how do you stand out from like other directors? Honestly, the the biggest thing that makes me feel like I stand out is the amount of time, and especially if we're talking about a city, um, the amount of time I'll like put into storyboarding the relationships I build with these artists. Um, I don't look at like music videos and shit as money. Like I genuinely give a fuck about your music and how you look and what you do. And I think that's one of the biggest things that separates me. Um, like I got people that refer to themselves as engineer artists and I ain't got no fucking record label. Right. My homie Benny Banks, his first, uh, one of his first projects in a long time, he's naming the end is near. You know what I mean? I got people with my fucking, he's got his barcode tattooed on his chest. Like I genuinely, give a fuck about your music and what you're doing and i'm gonna do what's necessary to make sure your image looks that way and uh, i mean in terms of my knowledge on the vhs aesthetic and shit i actually have like multiple vhs cameras being vhsc mini dv 
Um, there's not too many. I don't think there's actually any uh, directors that has the team I have. I have a behind the scenes director. I have lighting assistants. I have editors. I have like, and they all do it out of love. I'm right. not paying them yet. Right. I want to pay them, but right now we're building. Right. You know what I mean? Every right. every dollar is going back into what we're doing. And then when we make it, bro, I'm like, trust me, y'all gonna be having nice houses and you know everything you want. Right. Just right. try. I tell them the only thing I require from y'all is trust me in the vision and trust me, I'm putting y'all where y'all need to be. Right. That's all I ask. You know what I mean? And they've done that, so I can't ask for much more. You know what I mean? So. Hey, shit. That's what matters most. Strong support team. You can go anywhere, do anything. But yeah, I mean, back to the question. I think that's just what diff like makes me different is like I just genuinely give a fuck if we're working. You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna really take the time to visualize like the video from start to finish. You know what I mean? So I think it shows in your aesthetic as well. I appreciate that. It means a lot. So when you say you uh you care more about the song, have you ever got somebody like hit you up and like, hey, can you do the video real quick? And you listen to the song, you're like, damn, I ain't really fucking with the song like that. You, I actually, I found myself in that position, um, not a lot, but I've been there. My advice, are you asking me for like advice how to get through it or? Nah, how do you get through it? Like what, 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 what's it? <laughs> or you can, you, can, you can answer that and then you can give somebody that's trying to get into the game some advice. So if you're um, like trying to do a video, then the music, like the song is whack, just listen to the beat. That's what I do. I listen for the claps, the little, the bass, the 808s, like everything. Yeah. I, I mean, I dissect the beat. That, and that's another thing about like being a videographer. You gotta be able to have an ear as well as an eye. You know what I mean? Cause if you're, you're, you're like just randomly transitioning clips randomly throughout the song, you look like a dumbass. It right. ain't flowing. You gotta create flow in your videos. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I've had that issue, but it doesn't really bother me cause I don't listen to lyrics. I'll just listen to the beat. Okay. Mm -hmm. So when you uh when you coming up with like your treatments and whatnot, how long do you sit with the song? Uh, it depends on the song. Um, I did a song a video with Black Toilet called Dear Light. I'm sorry, you said Black what? The Black Toilet. Toilet. The Black Toilet. Don't don't even do that. I see your eyes about <laughs> the name. Them is, shit. The, He's a the, goat. The name is just I. <laughs> He's a goat. <laughs> it, it struck me. You know what I'm saying? Heard, it's different. Bro. I've heard far worse names, so that <laughs> shit didn't. But um, yeah, his name is the Black Toilet. Um, he uh, he's a part of a collective called uh, Computer Food. I did a uh, video with him before he even knew it. I had the whole treatment. The song's called Dear Light, and at the back end, there's a poem. And at that time in my life, when I was like, you know, doing the treatment for the actual video, um, I was feeling, you know, the song was like kind of speaking to me. So I wrote the, the whole poem out word for word. You know what I mean? That's like how important that shit was. And I like, there's some songs that I had to sit down and fucking like, yo, let's playing this shit out. And right, then there's right. some song. It's like when you're uh, like thinking of something or you're, you know, like when you're in bed and you, you have thoughts, like you yeah. can see it. And I just feel like my gift, like I'm able to do that a little bit more than what a normal person could. You know, it's not on an ego tip. It's just like I dead ass, like I sit there and fucking think about shit, right, right. overthink shit a lot. It's got its pros and cons. But um, if it's a song I'm not really fucking with or if it's a song that's not really like I'm not getting something in my head, then I kind of like to uh, I go about it in like multiple ways. I'll either find older films or um some free sauce 
go to different movies. I actually really love movies that were made in like the 50s, 60s, and in maybe even early 90s. The the cinematography, the way they film it, just the uh, even the LUTs. You watch movies, I mean, taking movies and making music videos is like really cool to do. So like if I'm not fucking with a the song or it's not speaking to me, I'll just look at a movie, try to get some inspiration, you know, from that and try to redo it, make it my my own. So right. it's not like just strictly biting, you know right. what I mean? Okay. You know, you just gotta rewire some shit, you know what I mean? Make it yours. You know what I mean? So it is that you talking about how um you remember the Drake knife talk video? I don't really listen to Drake like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So one thing that I was gonna say was it makes me think about how Spike Lee does the uh like Persian moving. Yeah, yeah. Every Spike Lee's his, crazy in every one of his movies. Okay. And um you see that in music videos. So like Kendrick Lamar had him floating through the city. Insane. <laughs> I'm glad you see now we you can know, talk. Kendrick's was, one of my top uh, Yeah, his videography is it, like their 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 treatments are definitely tailored to the videos like you're talking about they they you could tell that they care a lot about how the aesthetic you know fits with the song but um do you feel like videography or, or let me say this let me say it better do you feel like music videos today is becoming a dying art art form it depends on who you ask um like for me i I see a lot of the same shit. I mean, I see how it could be a dying art form, a dying art form. But then again, you got people like Cole Bennett, and Lone Wolf. All it takes is that one dude, and right. then the shit's back. So I don't think art in general can ever die. I just right. think it's just changed. You know, yeah. it's just it's like it it's like a liquid, for bro. A second and then, yeah, it's like a liquid. I mean, whatever container you put it in, that's what, what it's gonna be. So I mean. Right. I think shit's getting a little repetitive right now. I think that's a better word for it. It's repetitive. People are doing the, the same effects. And that's kinda uh kinda why I steer away from the uh like the some of the masking effects where like the clone shit is just cause so many people do it. And like I just I don't know, it's no hate on them. It looks cool. It's just I've seen it like eighty fucking times. You know what I mean? So yeah. same with the VHS aesthetic, bro. That shit's burnt out. But I just genuinely love it. Like I'm gonna ride that shit till the wheels say fall it's off. Burned out. Well, just I'm talking about like the there's so the difference I have found is you got the overlays and the effects. I do not like effects and overlays VHS. I mean I use them, but I'm getting to the point now where I like the actual mini DV right right VHS transcoding the fucking clips myself. And you can if you get one of those cameras, you can make effects yourself. If I wiggle the RCA cords or some shit like that, Mm -hmm. it makes static and and the shit that that people are paying fucking hundreds of dollars for, you can make at home, Mm -hmm. you know, with with one of those cameras. I think Cole Bennett even proved that with uh, the videos he shoots on his iPhone and such, so, Bro, he's, the thing with the iPhone shit, bro, is he's doing that because it's like it opened up a whole new gate now you got people trying to record on fucking nintendo ds's and right, like how, right. how shitty can we make this video and still make it look good right but um the thing with colt bennett though you gotta think of like his location like trying to do some shit like that in jacksonville like where we don't have creative centers and right. dope shit like yeah. if we go to downtown bro it's just you, all you can do there is get drunk or get uh fat that's yeah, right. it or watch the watch the fucking football game get get pestered by like 80 homeless people that need help I think another big thing is that there are no production studios. No. The closest thing is Studio 3E. I don't even know if that shit's still open. And a lot of those are are 
like very and and this is no disrespect but they're like straightforward let me say it like that you know what i'm saying to where you know it's like hey yeah we got a psych wall at this one location in jacks yeah. um we have you, you know one spot a few you know that you can actually bring a car into you know i, I just said to say that there are very limited resources when we talk about production when you go to atlanta your studios you can completely transform you know, a uh, uh, office space and make it look like a, a doctor's office or, you know, um, a, a funeral, uh, I mean, a, a funeral home, you know, things of that sort. So here it is a lot tougher to bring those things together. But my question is, like, why is it got to be like that? You know, it's like, I don't know if it's the city. I think like uh, said, you know, it's people that have these ideas and once they have the opportunity or the money, they take it to other yeah, places. They leave, yeah. That is true. I mean, but on the flip side of that, I understand. I mean, doing what I do, like I don't step on toes or anything. I still got people that hate on me. I mean, I don't ever get a message or yeah. no hate mail, but I hear things. I right, don't, you right. know, I'm never... I'm not the type of person to get all mad. People are gonna hate you to hate you just 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 because. But I understand why people feel they need to go somewhere else because within Jacksonville, like when, what's the last fucking crazy show you've been to? Shit, I can't tell you the last matter. show I've been to. What's the last crazy function that you've been to where nothing popped off? Mm. Art walk's dying. I went to Art Walk uh, probably a month ago shooting with Kev and uh, the same olds. That shit look dead. I don't know how it is doing now, but it's just, it disappoints me. We're the biggest city. We got so much fucking talent. The amount of talent, and that talent feels like they need to leave right. because the city doesn't have nothing to offer them. Yeah. So it's just a, it's a it's a vicious cycle. You know what I mean? So it's if you want the talent to stay here, and and that's my goal, bro. I mean, I might have to move to Atlanta. I might have to move to LA. But am I gonna come back and do what I need to do? Yeah. Right. Because this city is, it, bro. People don't. This is gold. Jacksonville is gold, and they Man. don't see it. They don't see it. There's so much opportunity, and I, I think the biggest thing is acquiring the land here. Once we can start to acquire some of the land that is, you know, available, or buy some of these folks out, because it's a lot of land just sitting throughout Jacks that people are not utilizing, and um, we create more creative spaces throughout the city i definitely think that this could become a hub what they did what they did with the daily center if we were to build enhancements ourselves that you know kind of correlate and and do attract artists to come it would make it it would make it a, a major difference it still blows my mind to think that jacksonville was supposed to be hollywood and we still have this space and since then no one's taken any initiative to try and make those efforts i don't see this is the thing is like and i of course i'm not saying that jacksonville could be hollywood today but it but might be it, though it could the thing is i think a lot of people that are empowered to make those decisions are still stuck in a different era they yeah. think they think this i mean look at the, the architecture of jacksonville. jacksonville it's yeah. a and, and it's very industrial it's like a you know fucking working class that's what they think it is it's 2022 i mean most people doing TikToks and shit. And they trying to you know hustle the internet 
I mean, that's the beauty of our generations. These these new generations that are coming up, everybody looks at them as stupid. But shit, they get a bag off doing a fucking dance. Right, and exactly. you had a nine to five sweating your ass off bitching every week, looking forward to a fucking paycheck and a weekend with the boys that's just to do shit. it all over again. Exactly. That's some real shit. So <laughs> my question is, is like, I feel like it's a mixture of the city and I feel like it's a mixture of the people. I mean, they, it's a constant clash. Like the city don't want to do shit. I mean, we got homeless people everywhere. We're not fixing that problem, bro. I did a end is near homeless drive. That shit, I had over. I spent the GoFundMe raise. I think it was like, I don't even remember. It was like two to three hundred dollars. Went to the Dollar Tree, got a lot of shit. All that shit. It took me an hour to make all those bags. It was gone in an hour. Like the amount of homeless people that just came. Oh yeah, yeah. Came. It's sad, bro. Like people need help, and I like I just seeing that like raising that money and doing all that i was like yo this is gonna i'm gonna be out here for a little bit fuck no and when you got abandoned buildings everywhere you got homeless people everywhere what does that look like to tourists right what does that look like to big bigger people that possibly could change jacksonville right you right. know I, I don't know politics i don't know the politics i'm not gonna sit here and speak like i know on something i don't but um it makes me wonder like does the city want to see the city fucking suffer yeah. It's like we got money for police, we got money for pigs to make them fucking look like you know some Call of Duty soldiers, mm-hmm. but we ain't got money for a city to make it look better. I mean, look at the the short fuse alleyway, bro. That shit been a fucking graffiti piss land for since I've been a kid. You know what I mean? Like clean, we need to clean ourselves up, and then I think everything else will fall in place because the artists don't want to stay here because the artists feel like there's nothing to stay to. Yeah, the city don't have nothing. City got the art going away, so they feel like they don't yeah, need to invest exactly. in art. Sometimes exactly. some of the artists don't want to stay here because it's a little dangerous for them also. True indeed. And a lot of the shit downtown, like most of those like churches and shit own a lot of that. So that's a that's one of the main issues. I keep hearing They don't want to sell none of this shit. I keep hearing that. Another issue is this. Um, since we've lost Come Together Day, there's been nothing that artists really have to look forward to in the sense of a real opportunity to you know grind throughout the year and at the end of it you know i go and shine at this this event in front of a big crowd of people i never would have had the opportunity to before through my network and through my you know again resources and such um i think in that regard like you mentioned earlier there are a lot of walls up um in certain circles and things of that sort that that does limit or make it harder for artists with a lot of talent to get an opportunity. 100%. I mean, just like you said, like, I've, when I first started, bro, I'm not even going to tell you the situation or put names out, but, like, I stopped fucking with people because that person stopped fucking with them. And as years went on, me and that person weren't even cool no more. So, like, I lost potential relationships. I stopped fucking with people that, like, we were fine. You know what I mean? So, like, I feel like a lot of people feel like they have this weird dedication to their homie to hate Sorry, on somebody man. they don't know. And I think that fucks you up. My biggest advice is, bro, unless that person directly did something to you or did some foul shit. Like, if there's some foul shit, all right, you know, I get it. But if it's something like he said, she said, I fucked your bitch, or, you know, he said that, fuck, like, that's, bro, you're, if you over 20... What are you doing? Focus on your career, bro. All the, like, you ain't got time for that, bro. The, the, the fucking, the gossip and the politics ain't gonna get you nowhere. It ain't gonna take your career nowhere. So, like, bro, just reach out to people, bro. Like, 
Like I, I talk to everybody. You know, I talk. I'm cool with everybody. I don't, cause I don't walk into places feeling bigger than anybody. Because, like I said, the little man might show you something that you didn't even know was possible. So it's like, stop. If you feel like you got to beef with somebody, cause somebody's beefing with them, don't do it, bro. Just you know, give everybody a chance and whatever your experience is, that's how you should move. Don't base your experience off other people's experiences. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I think the uh, the community... And another thing I've noticed being at shows, because I'm almost at like every event that be coming through, um, artists will perform, their friends will watch their art, the their friend perform, and then they dip. Mm-hmm. They don't oh, have yeah. no networking. That's, right, a, that's always right, been an issue. Right, so, like... Right. It sucks, bro. Like, imagine you're just super fire, bro, and you have like no crowd at all. Your your own city paid money to come in and then dip early. You know what I mean? Like, it's gotta fuck your mental up yep. to think you're trash, bro. So, I'm super blunt with people. When people show me music I don't like, I'll tell them like, yo, I don't like it, but it doesn't mean it ain't for someone else. Just what I hate, someone else might love. Right. So I, I'm very. I try to be fair with people, bro, because like. You can't tell people what's good, what's bad. I mean, you know, there's that borderline where shit needs to look a certain way and sound a certain yeah. way, like quality of the, the vocals and where you're getting it mixed and mastered at. You know, right, that shit's right. important. But if it's like somebody's doing some baby voice or some weird shit that you wouldn't like, somebody else might love it, bro. You got right. like, I can't imagine what the next 10 years, 20 years of music is going to go. True indeed, true indeed. It's going to be. They tried to do that Mickey Mouse shit. They you still do the Mickey Mouse shit. Yeah, yeah, I know. They still do the Mickey Mouse shit. Yeah, I know Mouse you're talking shit. about. I ain't, I ain't going to say no names, right, but I know right. what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> bro, there's this dude on Instagram that be uh, doing the King of the Hill voice. Yeah. He's, bro, you know how much bread he's making just from I think imitating the voice one. and doing <laughs> the TikToks and shit. Well, he's See, like rapping with this shit? Yes, yeah, bro. Yeah. He's sliding, yeah. sli- yeah. too. You might check that out. You got SpongeBob rappers. You got, bro, like, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, if you don't care how you look, Bro, you can go do dumb shit. You can go look at Loaf and, you know, the big YouTubers, bro. Like, if you're not making money and you don't have no job, that's on you. Like, you're just broke and you fucking lazy. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Like, you got to wake up every day, you know, wanting to do something. I get people have down days. Like, even in my, like, darkest days where I don't want to do shit, you know what I mean? Like, I'm super burnt out on everything. I still try to get something done, even if I don't like it. I still try to do something just to keep the torch fucking lit because it's easy to burn out, bro. I'm telling you. It's like, I don't know if y'all went to college or anything, but I went to community college. I dropped out. I was like, yeah, I'll go back. Fuck no, I never went back. It's just, it's like that, bro. It's just easy to burn out with the creative juices. You know, there's some people that, um, that are born with the talent and then there's some people that really work for it. And that, like, that's what I'm worried about the most, you know? It's just, like, not keeping up that workflow just because you had, like, one bad day. Right. You know, it just fucks up the future, you know what I mean? Talking that talk right now. Yeah, because you had one bad day, you sit on your ass, next thing you know, you don't have about... Ten bad days. Ten bad days, next thing you know, you ain't make no money. Bruh. Hey, talk that talk, man. Especially as a creative. Every day is a grind. Every day is a hustle. You always, even even on a day, like you say, to where you don't want to do shit, at a bare minimum, you should be utilizing your brain and thinking about what you can be doing, what can be your next steps. You know what I mean? Putting a plan together so that when you are moving and you are active again and then you do got motion, you can start to put all of those things into play. But, um... Man, like I say, you talking that talk, so yeah. yeah. Also, with the creative, sometimes you may see yourself working maybe like seventeen hours that day. You like, 
I just worked 17 hours busting my ass, but at least I'm doing it for myself Straight and not up. somebody else. Straight so. up. Which is like, look at, I don't know if y'all seen that thing on uh, Twitter, Instagram, the, the Burger King employee that yeah. put 26 years in. I mean, I get both sides. Like, you chose to be a Burger King for 26 years, but that's a long, that's like, bro, that's a long, that's a long time. I'm 23 years old, you know what I mean? Like, that's longer than I've been alive. Yeah, and all he got was a goodie bag, bro. Right, he, they bro. couldn't give him a little vacation to some bullshit place. Right. That's the, the thing is, and especially if they gonna make a deal out of it, like a, yeah, yeah. Some, and some other people, like people had to do a GoFundMe to get him a bag. Yeah, exactly. they got him a big bag. But what I do also have to think about is this: I'm not sure if he was in management. He wasn't. Okay, so he was just working twenty seven years. He ain't clock out nothing. That's on him. And it was so and bad. See, it was so I'm bad. He like, couldn't even. He couldn't even see his. He couldn't even take a vacation to see his family. That's crazy. He's working twenty seven years straight. That man's, a, that man's a private investigator. Like it's gotta. It's <laughs> gotta be more to the story as to why he decided to stay there all them years. Like I'm hoping that was a second job for many of those years or something. You know what I mean? But. Either way, they definitely shit on him. You know what I'm saying? Um, and one thing that I always think about is this. Florida's an at-will um, uh, firing state. And, uh, uh, there are a lot of states like that. You can, they, can, they can fire you for any reason. Walk yeah. in and, hey, man, I don't like your hair. You know what I'm saying? Like, Don't even worry about coming back. And that's one thing I always take very highly you know what i'm saying or yeah. took very highly when i was working in the sense this if um you know you feel like you're gonna be disrespectful on the job but you feel like you know you're gonna try and control me and work me to death yeah i can do better on my own you know what i'm saying so or this is like my perspective and it started as a kid i mean i was i was brought up by my grandparents my grandfather he owned a business for over 25 years. So I didn't like have no dad, mom, you know, giving me those guidelines. I was learning like strictly business shit at, at a young age. Cause he was a nerd growing up. Like, you know, shout out to my papa, he, you know, caretake everything, you know yeah. what I mean? I didn't learn, like instead of learning how to fix cars and doing all the demand shit that, you know, like it's stereotypical shit. I was learning like fucking comic books and how to flip them and, you know, just money shit, you know right, what I mean? Right. So I had that mentality at a young age. like. I worked the jobs. I mean, I worked at Mercedes-Benz, GameStop, Zoomies, like, you know, bullshit shit. But, like, I had always that hustle mentality, bro. Like, I wanted to, like, I had the clothing brands. I was always trying to flip tees and just have something. But, like, I was doing this at, like, 15, 16, 17. Like, I just didn't have the knowledge. I didn't have the resources. Like, I was going to the mall getting 25 shirts made for, like, $300. Like, like make no money type, like, break even or go negative. So like I, it's a learning process. So like with the job shit, like I was brought up to like, um, well, just my personally, bro. It's just like you're so replaceable, and in, in um, like ten, twenty years, thirty years from now, like I can't imagine what the fucking artificial intelligence is doing. The AIs, like what happens when they take over physical labor jobs? Like bro, I, like I know I probably sound crazy, bro. I just think there's gonna be like a whole another industrial revolution. And like the working class and you know it's just gonna be fucking Definitely. some crazy shit's gonna go down you already see it now you just go on, you go on walmart right now you don't see no cashiers no, no more right, right. no everything is no, checkout self-checkout and that's like what i'm trying like when i say want to see this job shit is a super touchy fucking subject and i, I bet y'all have dealt with it because yeah. when somebody's working a job and they have nothing else but that job 
it kind of seems like you're disrespecting them. Like me personally, bro, I stay home all day, edit videos, sell t-shirts, and plan for the fucking clothing brand slash film to someone that's busting their ass for 10 to $15 an hour getting disrespected. Because you got to think a workplace environment is probably just a bunch of pissed off motherfuckers. Definitely. You know sure. what I mean? It's just bad energy. Coming, yeah, most of them, they come in, they come in with a bad mood. And yeah. you tell them you're just sitting there smoking on a computer, chilling on the AC, if you want to go play some Apex Legends, if you want to go do whatever, and you do, and you make 400 to 500 or 375 a video? Yeah. You know how much you know how much that it just sounds like you're trying to shit on them, trying to be disrespectful. And, and oh, no, you remember that shit? We did a me and Joe did a Twitter Spaces at like two p.m. <laughs> and somebody retweeted it. It was like, "Hey, y'all niggas need to get a job." See, like, it's just like, oh, like well, people don't believe in you until it, <laughs> they make it, bro. And see, and that's the thing, bro. It's like I have more respect for people. See, I don't want to say that because I got respect for people that have a job too. I mean, I, look, I definitely got respect for both sides. If that's you what I'm saying. Job, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. it's very commendable because you put up with a lot of bullshit, a lot whether of bullshit. it's your coworkers, yeah. just dealing with your coworkers, exactly. Whether it's your management, you know, the 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 corporate structure, <coughs> shit like that. No opportunities for raises. That's another thing I think is bullshit when it comes to jobs. You know what I'm saying? Hundred yeah. um, percent. And you got to remember, some people they need structure too. Right. Yeah. Right. That's another thing. And that's another thing. And that's another thing. And that's like, uh, some people just have to have it. Like, they have no choice. They have no choice. And it it sucks, bro. Like, it it makes me sad that there's, like, really gifted people and they don't do nothing with it because they're stuck in that vicious loop of paying bills or catching up on bills they couldn't afford. And, I mean, that I just, like, that's why I think the system from the get-go is set up against us. Like, you got to have some type of ace in the hole some type of you know other activity going on to really get to where you need to be and what i tell all the homies that are doing um that have regular jobs i'm like bro just every check i know you're gonna starve i know things aren't gonna be able to pay for just go to the studio get that video do this do that because i guarantee if it works bro you ain't gonna be worried about that fucking check consistency is key i used to rap and that's one thing that i you know, I didn't see, you know what I mean? I couldn't see that vision, you know. Hey, if you keep it up, you know, it will pay off over time. It's going to be a slow grind. And, you know, after a few years in, you know, and falling on hard times, it was like, hey, look, this is, this, you know what I mean? Like, I ain't had that push no more, you know, so. What's another thing is I think people get comfortable, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, They get stuck in a routine. Um, Like, my biggest thing was, like, yeah, you're making this amount of money, and then you're going out on the weekends and partying and drinks are like what, like five to six dollars minimum. It's like, bro, you're working to go out, or and and, and that and that's just me saying you have no family and no girl. Yeah. You know, that's me just assuming. Right. It's just like I don't see how people do it. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I don't see how people do it. They just do the same fucking thing over and over. I just don't see how people get fed up. Like I just like me personally. As a person, head ass, uh, fucking, um, I just can't see myself doing, working somebody else's dream, waking up every day, looking forward to a paycheck. And like my only amount of happiness I really get is my off days. And that's if I'm in a good situation at home. Cause like, you know, people that struggle, like money stress is real. For you sure. know what I mean? It affects everybody. You know what I mean? So it's just like, I just, I feel bad for people 
you know what I mean? It is what it is. But it's just I hate that people just like fuck, just take the chance, right? Do it, just do it. Cause right. like, I don't know though. You know, like I just I, it's hard to speak when you're not in somebody's shoes, right? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So I just try to. I'm just talking with y'all, but like if this was a regular conversation, like I'm not even gonna be talking to y'all about that. Right. Yeah. Politics, I mean, religion, none of that. But yeah, yeah, it's just always unfortunate to see somebody if they got like talent to waste it, right. whether they work in a nine to five or not. Because right. right. some people they be jobless and they be working, they they be wasting their talent. So sitting on their ass. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um but again, yeah, I definitely do commend, you know, those who grinded out of jobs and I 100%. say there are people that love their jobs. So, you know what I mean? Like if you if you if you one of those people that gotta work, find a job that you love, God willing, you know what I mean? Because not everybody does, but you know, try your hardest and what you do like at least, you know what I mean? Grind it out. Eh, all of that shit, but see I put that in a whole different category. Like people that find jobs that they genuinely love, like I oh, kind, yeah, I, yeah. I feel like that's their thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it don't feel like work. I'm talking about jobs you pulling up to and you just you fucking <laughs> you sit in the car. If I gotta, if I gotta deal with Brittany in, again, yeah. I'm gonna lose my <laughs> shit. Like I don't like that type of work, you know. But like I see like if you ain't got no job though, like you better be hustling, bro. Like I just don't get if if you do not work or you don't have nothing. I just don't, you know, don't sit around. Yeah, some I mean, type of hustle. Because you might wake up one day and just fucking, you, know, you regret it all. That's my biggest thing, bro. It's just, I, I am so, that's the thing that keeps me up at night is feeling like I'm not doing enough or doing the right things or I'm giving too much energy to people that don't want to, you know, do anything with me. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like trying to help an artist out that doesn't even give a fuck what I'm trying to do. Right, right. You know, I haven't had that issue yet. A lot of the artists I work with, like, they're like, you know, the end is near family. You know what I mean? So I'm blessed to be in the situation I am. I know there's going to be, I'm going to get to that bridge one day where it's going to be like that. But I'll, once I get there, I'll have to figure out how to handle it. Until then, I don't, you know, I don't have that issue. You know what I mean? So as far as the videos, like how do you build your clientele? Uh, so at the beginning, I was going to events, like a shitload, like any event possible, whether it was the trashiest event or the craziest, because like pre-COVID, like, yo, the, the underground shows were getting crazy. You know, shout out to Walker Flocker, um, Nights at Concrete, that shit was insane. Like, um, just talking to people and doing recaps, doing recap videos, like, uh, of the artists that perform, those build connections, recaps lead to music videos music videos lead into interviews interviews lead into into everything you know what i mean so i did a lot of free work i still do free work but it's got to be a you know like a co-benefiting you know relationship like i'm not going to be doing free work for somebody that doesn't you know believe in themselves or doesn't have something that's going to benefit me as well you know what i mean so it just, it just don't make sense but there's times where i see artists that can't afford my prices and if they're fire as fuck, I'm going to do you a, a discounted video or a free video just so you can get your shit out. It's not going to be nothing crazy. I'm not right, storyboarding, right. but you're going to get a 4K quality video. But my biggest advice, bro, is especially in the biggest thing with people starting out, and I did the same shit, is they get like a year in and they feel like people, everybody has to pay them. Mm-hmm. They feel like everybody has to pay them. And if they're not paying whatever they think they deserve, it's not worth it. Yeah. No, dude. You need to be doing as much free work because my biggest question to people is either you're doing it for the money or you're doing it for the craft and the love of the craft. And that's why that's where I'm at. 
Yeah. I don't, you know, the money's good. It excels me. It gets me better equipment. I'm throwing a whole fucking show for free. Right. Right. Because of the money. Y'all paid for a free show. Right. And it's not no bullshit show either. It's got headline, actual popping artists in the city. Right. It got fucking 678, which is Digital Nas's artist coming from Atlanta. Um, yeah. Max P, if y'all know who that is. He was a fucking huge name in uh, 2017. Still making crazy music. I work with him daily. But um, just work with people, dude. Like, if you're in it for the money, you're going to get burnt out real quick. Like, you're going to hit a lot of walls. You know what I mean? So just get the work in. And once people... And that's another thing. is building those relationships with people. Because you'd be like, yo, damn, that video he shot is fire. Who, who shot that? Boom. Another client. So, I mean, just keep working, bro. Keep making connections. If you feel like... Um, they deserve to have a discounted video or you know free video do it don't be scared and i'll say that shit on camera i don't give a fuck like there's people that need to pay and there's people that like they don't have the money and they need help yeah if you got the talent bro i'm gonna invest my time in you like i said it's nothing gonna be nothing crazy no crazy effects but you're gonna have a nice looking video some basic shit but it's gonna look 4K. It's not gonna look like a you shot the shit on a fucking Android. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah, I bet either way they appreciate it. For sure. Exactly. Uh, like who the fuck would turn out a free video? And people I are would. assholes. You said yeah. some assholes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even want that free shit. <laughs> um. Damn man, I had a question and that shit made me laugh and I forgot. Hey, I couldn't imagine like so I, I'm vibing. So I couldn't I feel like an interview. I couldn't even I couldn't imagine like I shoot a video for somebody for free. They'd be like, "Hey, can you add some more effects to it?" Oh, no, like, I actually have had that. Oh, oh I could only imagine how many times <laughs> I've had that. I've had like, that. That nigga probably say, "Hey man, that that was cool and all, but I mean, I like what you did on this one yeah, cuz you know, I've had that 100%, bro. You know what I tell him? Like, bro, if you want to throw me a little bread, I got throw you. Me a, throw, me, throw me a little 50 piece. I'm going yeah, to put a little VHS on there. Oh, yeah. What do you say? Never mind. No, I mean, some of them do it, some of them don't. Um, I mean, like, if I'm working with a bigger artist, you know, like when I worked with DC2 Trill, if he needed something, I'd be like, you know, let's get it done. I got you. You know yeah. what I mean? Because, like, I'm cool with him. I'm cool, with, you know, like OG El Marco. Yeah. I mean, he pays me at a I at a discounted rate. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like, cause he I get clients off him, right? And right. shit like that. I don't mind right. if it benefits both of us. I mean, it do it, sense. bro. It yeah. don't make sense. Like, like uh, just anything you do, like you just gotta make sense. I mean, a lot of people overthink shit, bro. I overthink shit, but I've been trying to get better at that. Shit, we all do that, man. That's yeah. Man, talk about it. And I think it, I think it, it, it happens even more so when you're a creative because again, like I said earlier, there are no guarantees when you're a creative. You can't depend on a nine to five. So there are times to where you're charging more, and it's like, yo, I don't even want to, you know, I, I don't even want to charge at, at at this point. You know what I mean? So I'm doing what I can. You know what I mean? Like, man, it's, and and not even to say charging more. What I mean is like what you're what you would normally you might take on more clients at at um a shorter time you know what i mean yeah. trying to come out of a hole or this or that you know what i mean deal with setbacks so yeah i think even more as a creative like being being in your head and overthinking can be one of the biggest challenges which i mean just like recently dude with the the inflation with the gas and everything like talk like, about it like 
my prices has not changed. Like I didn't raise my prices with that right, shit because right. I just didn't think it was fair. You know, like I want to. You know what I mean? Because oh, it don't geez. make sense. I'm paying because I drive a fucking Mercedes. The premium is like almost six, seven bucks, and it's like ninety dollars to just to fucking pull out the driveway. And that ain't no sedan. No, that's <laughs> a big body. You right. know what I mean? So like, I don't know. It's it's a it's a weird situation. I don't really have the answers for it because like. I'm at a weird point in my time where it's like everything's going up and I'm still charging the same prices. So it's like, I just, I'm getting to the point where like, I want to start doing more cinematic shit and I want people to like fucking invest in them. You know, like I charge a price, bro. But at the same time, you got to think you're investing in your image, you know, Mm -hmm. like whatever the price is we can make. Like if you, if somebody came up to me and was like, yo, here's a thousand dollars. What can we do? That shit gonna look fire. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you should go to me. the moon. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta understand. It's like a lot of these people want running guns. They don't want concept. They just want to pull up to random locations. And I'm gonna be real with y'all. I'm getting burnt the fuck out on running guns. I'm getting tired. I'm of tired of seeing running guns. That's what I'm saying. I want I want costumes and makeup and you know people don't see that shit. vision anymore. You know people. That's where I say not to say. I think earlier my question it was wrong it's not it'll never be a dying art form people see things and want to innovate old videos and things of that sort but um i think it's become stalemated for sure yeah it's just at a it's at a weird um a weird spot i mean with the select few you know uh, videographers and i just mean that on like a more broad scale of course there are those that stand out um one of my favorite artists that's getting recognition right now is duke deuce and uh i think his videos are very creative for his records you know i think that they they fit the aesthetic um as far as how they're shy, what that what's what what's going on inside of them, all of that, you know. Yeah, the thing um, is another thing is, bro, is like there's so many fucking creative like artists, there's so many videographers. Like there could be somebody changing the game right now, and they have twelve subscribers. Right. So it's like it's it's hard to to fucking like say what's happening because you you never really know what's happening, and it's really hard to be original because nothing's original. You know what I mean? So, like, everything's been done. So, you just got to... Put your own twist on it. Yeah, just, that's what I tell people. Like, bro, just make it yours. Don't copy-paste. You'll be straight. You know what I mean? So, it's just, like, there's so much shit going on, bro. There's so many different creative people. And y'all, too, could, like, have the same fucking idea. Not even know each other. Right. And it just... it's 100%. So, that's just how it be. I mean, just, just create. Don't overthink yeah. what he's doing like with me when i make clothes i make clothes and i'm not asking nobody else you know right. what i mean like i'm doing one of one drops once it sells out you ain't i ain't re-releasing it so it's like art you know i treat my t-shirts like they're canvases for sure you know what i mean so i don't know i don't know where i was going with that but you know what i mean nah, I'm See, you made points. <laughs> yeah. hey how you feel about like videographers trying to like outshine the artists now so i seen this one video the other day I forgot who, who was the dude that did the video, but like the dude had like a a thirty second like drop at the beginning of it, like with art, uh, effects and shit. I was like, like with his name, yeah, with his name. He was <laughs> and the shit was like thirty seconds. I was like, what the fuck is yeah, this? I don't know about all that. It's a little. And I've been seeing it a lot lately. I ain't seen one that was thirty seconds, but I seen one where like a dude had like a long ass, like a loud ass director's tag, kind of like a producer tag on his shit. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, I mean, for my, like, title, I just put it in the video. Like, I don't have nobody saying, like, 
47 films right, right, right. Yeah. i mean that'd be kind of fire but that'd like cool. i just feel like some i mean i don't know man it's just i ain't done it yet <coughs> but um like 30 seconds that's a little long yeah like great. if it's just all about like if it's 30 seconds of just your name I'm like, gonna be honest, I wouldn't even work with your ass. I'd be like, look, bro, you got to take all that shit off. <laughs> it's like half a minute. Like, yeah. you understand, like, people's attention people spans are like two seconds, yeah. bro. Yeah, they turn that shit off real quick. Yeah, but I even, I haven't seen one that was 30 seconds, but I've been seeing some other ones that was just like. They get excessive. All right, all right. Yeah. All right. We don't need a producer tagging. We don't need a director tagging out, <laughs> too. Yeah, I mean, everybody's got their own little thing. Mine, I just put, like, 47 films in his near like in the video like i don't want it to make it the focal point like i want y'all to see who shot the shit right but i don't I want y'all to pay attention to the fucking video I'm like y'all gonna know 47 films the end is near yeah right if y'all really fuck with the video you know what i mean right. yeah so, if you think the video hard you're gonna look for the time exactly sure. you know i don't need to have a fucking 30 second clip of my name you know what i mean <laughs> exactly. so, so with that being said i think this would be a great segue to uh get into these videos oh yeah for sure for sure so, oh, so i'll let you that we doing that. Yeah, I'll let you pick. I'll let you pick which video you want us to play. We're on your YouTube right here. Okay. Uh, so there's difference. What type of sauce y'all want, man? I got the illegal street racing scene that was all over the news. I got music videos. That shit was fire. I got I saw interviews. That. I mean, which what type of flavor do y'all want? I kind of want to look at this little West Side one. What you think? Let's start with that little West Side. Oh, the little West Side joint on. Yeah. And then this, uh, we do the West Side, and then we do this, uh, this Lord went with OG Marco. All right, that's good. Make sure that bit in 4K. She's so talented, man. She got so much energy. Shout out to Westside. Shout out yeah, to Westside. She's going to be at the end is near live July 30th. Only roll guns down on my Christmas list. She ain't in love with you. She ate me like a lunchable. 
That hoe too fuckable, I bet you don't know what to do Bitch, I'm big general, I car plays like an audible My niggas bad boys, cause one call they gon' come for you Shout out Lil Westside. Yeah. What's the story behind the video? That was a like a run and gun. I'm gonna be real. Like I'm not even gonna sit here and act like <laughs> this. That was a run and gun. Her image. I really want to show y'all an unreleased video, but uh, I would have to get the the okay. But like the shit I got with the same olds right now. Mm. Yeah, I ain't gonna call them, bro. But it's like the shit I got with. The, I got. I'm sitting on two videos. Don't like, do that off air. Y'all yeah. think the little west side because you gotta think I uh I started filming a little bit different. I started doing a little bit of different shit. That was like old. Like I'm sitting on like fire shit. So like I'd say do the do like the the Benny Banks joint. Um Alright, this one right here. Yeah, that one's like you see the way I transition more. So that's one of the end is near family. Shout out to Benny Banks, that's my brother. Completely dripped out and fucking end is near everything. But that's that's like my brother, man. That's the big homie. But you see, I just put the shit real subtle, like some quick. Bitch, you fucking with my enemies, you cannot have my energy. I know y'all see that shit. Red and white, you looking like you front of I don't know them niggas why they try to stay right next to me. Scurrying in the ass, try to think that that's the remedy. Got it in me, nigga, like some motherfucking. Man, these transitions crazy. That's what I was trying to tell you, bro. like the car shit i mean did, let me enjoy myself fire too shout out to oak um the car shit though bro that shit we made history i'm gonna tell y'all that now 904 bandits uh outsiders um i-95 riders uh stang life jack skated team racing end is near cc 
Like, bro, I was in the that car shit for less than a month, bro. Took that shit over, like, real quick. <laughs> I, like, nobody was putting out video. They didn't have a videographer doing what I did. So, bro, like, I made a whole car club Yeah. outside of it, bro. So, like, the car the car move, it's just dead now, bro. They did 200 tickets, um, five arrests, and they still doing arrests now. I had to hop a curb fucking to, they, like, swarmed our meat, bro. I don't yeah, know if y'all yeah. saw that shit on the news. That shit was crazy, bro. And I documented all that shit. Like we were in the newspapers, um, Folio magazine. I don't know if that's how you say it. Yeah. Um, all that shit. So like, if y'all get time, definitely check that out sometime. Yeah, I saw the film on it. That shit was pretty dope. How you shot it for sure. Of course, I made it a whole movie. Yeah. Um, fucking the end is near. The movie. Uh, it's like from start to finish, all the car shit that happened, bro. Like I, that shit was the most adrenaline. Shit, I ain't gonna say what I did. I was just filming, filming for educational purposes only. <laughs> so that shit was crazy. Yeah, that was dope, man. The trans I was looking at the transitions, man. Yeah, this shit was yeah. crazy. Let, let the oak one ride too, bro. This one's crazy yeah, too. Yeah, we gotcha. The transition, I mean that's a that's a new style I've been going on. Y'all gonna see me after like the next videos that drop going more cinematic more natural lighting i'm just burnt out on the colors burnt out on all that shit so yeah this is another one of the artists performing july 30th storyboarded project Shout out to Oak. The craziest, like, bro, y'all heard it, bro. That voice, that flow, like, whether or not you fuck with it, like, 
that man has his own fucking voice and everything. Yeah, for sure. But um, yeah, bro, that shot where the car drove over the camera, yeah. trying to see if that would work, bro, was absolutely terrifying. Cause like <laughs> I if, wouldn't even attempted it, but salute to you. Yeah, bro, and it wasn't like even like it's not something I even used that long. <laughs> it's like like three seconds. Right. So. <laughs> but yeah, man. I mean, bro, the 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 shit I got coming out with same olds. Um, me and Marco had two videos. We had to take them down. Um, then the shit with DC2 Trill. Like, bro, I'm sitting on a lot of shit. Um, shit with Ashton Chase. Y'all probably don't know what that is. That's one of my homies that moved to New York. But I got a lot of a lot of fire shit that's about to come out. So Sure. When you dropping that? I don't have no official dates yet. Um, oh, okay. So, like, with the same olds, they were with 100K. So it's whenever, like, the label... So okay. they can drop you know what i mean so right, i'm just right. waiting on the clearance for that bro well, i'm telling you when that shit drops i'm like damn i'm gonna show y'all after the interview yeah y'all see so yeah man we're gonna get wrap this up man let's go ahead and promote your show yeah yeah so uh, i got the end is near live at the 1904 music hall doors open at seven um i'm gonna tell y'all now this is gonna be the craziest show y'all been to like i say that 100 percent confidently I'm going to try to change the entire aesthetic of the 1904 so when y'all walk in, you feel like you're leaving Jacksonville, Florida. Mm. Um, bring everybody. You want to bring your grandma. You want to bring your little cousins. You want to bring your little sister. I don't care. Everybody's invited. Um, no beef. If y'all beefing with somebody, leave that shit at the door. Everybody's coming to have a good time. We got um, acts from uh, Black Toilet, Benny Banks, Taylor Ronan, Lil Westside, Moonchild, The Same Olds, Max P., Oh shit, and acid. I'm trying to think who else on there. I'm blanking out. Fucking a lot of fire artists on the show come up, and I'm gonna tell y'all now this event is gonna be one y'all don't want to miss. It's gonna change the just everything for me. Like this, is the first official end is near live show, and I, if this shit goes the way I think it will, we're gonna be throwing shows probably one one or once a month or every you know couple months we'll do one just so they don't get stale but um bro it's free i mean i spent thousands and thousands of dollars to get back to the city um the show is for three years of film two years of clothing so it's a celebration of that and a celebration of jacksonville's fucking creatives That's so y'all come out even if y'all don't like nobody right come out and hustle bro come network yeah. that whole fucking venue is going to be fooled with every little inch of jacksonville sure yeah, that's a big sure. venue too like yeah. to the people that's not in jacksonville that's watching it that that's a big venue that's a big deal so salute to you on that yeah, yeah bro sure. I, especially I, to say you're gonna change the aesthetic that's yeah i'm not gonna tell y'all everything but um when you, <laughs> you walk, gotta keep some shit a surprise when you walk in bro you're gonna be like all right he wasn't playing so i'll give y'all just a little hint it's just gonna be just really you know my aesthetic vhs i want you to walk into a what the i want you're walking into my brain i'm gonna right. just tell y'all that now y'all gonna walk into my mind um i have a lot of the artists on there people i've worked with since i started that took a chance with me um shout out max p fucking bought my first ever clothing when my clothing was falling apart because i didn't know i was done <laughs> you know these are people i've worked with for years so all quality artists all quality following bro so whatever you know networking whatever artists need y'all have or if you just want to be just coming out you know being a part of history this is going to be a part of history right. so um come out have a good time 
Fucking, we gonna doors open at seven. We gonna be fucking raging. I, if if there is not police outside by the time the event's over, I failed y'all. So I'll leave it at that. So all right, plug all your socials. So uh, Instagram Benz underscore underscore forty seven, which is gonna be everything. It's gonna be any releases, videos, clothing. Um, then I got the End Is Near collection which is at the end is near collection, which is all strictly end is near clothing. The end is near CC, which is strictly the car group. And then my behind the scenes director, which is at hunted films. He does all my behind the scenes work and he's basically does everything on my right hand side. He's like anything I don't do. He's my right hand man. He uh, handles all the behind the scenes work. So make sure to go to 47 films underscore behind the scenes or BTS. Um, tap in with all his work. He's been working less than a year, dude. He's gonna be fucking crazy if he taps in. So um, my YouTube channel is Forty Seven Films, or you can type in Ben's Forty Seven, and Twitter. I don't really fucking get on Twitter. That's more like a personal thing. But Ben's yeah. underscore underscore Forty Seven. I don't get on Twitter that much, other than to see people have meltdowns. <laughs> so that's it, y'all. I mean, Instagram and uh, YouTube. Tap in with me. I'll get y'all uh if you need a music video interview, commercial, or if you just need a friend, hit me up. Yes, sir. Yeah, make sure y'all tap into all that, man. It's been an amazing episode. I'm glad for we tapped real. in with you for sure. No, I'm, I'm glad we did this because I'm going to tell y'all now, y'all were honestly very welcoming. This whole environment It's comfortable. Like I didn't even feel like I was doing an interview. Felt like I've known y'all. Y'all, <laughs> y'all were strangers, and I felt like I've known y'all. That's, so the, like, that's the objective, man. We ain't trying to be on no fed shit man we yeah. ask simple questions we want everybody to be comfortable yeah and chill chill vibe don't yeah don't make it feel like a regular interview make it just feel like a conversation so exactly shout out to them boys shout out them shades too yeah hey, for sure man. i had to get y'all right man um y'all if you a jacksonville artist and you think you got something to say y'all come tap in on this podcast they're gonna treat you right they don't get you the right questions they really gonna you know, make you feel of the family. So y'all make sure to come reach out, tell your story, and they'll help you tell that story. Yes, sir, it's been Ben's 47 with 47 Films. The end is near. Signing off. Yes, sir. With all that said, we out. <laughs>